the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. So today, we come to the midpoint of Lent. The Church has placed the cross in the center of our midst as an encouragement to us as we journey toward the passion of our Lord and anticipation of his resurrection. Today, the theme is victory and joy, not suffering and death that we'll experience during the Passion. The top of the Lenten Mountain is for rest and refreshment. We're here to be refreshed, to be lifted higher, to renew our Lenten effort, to be strengthened by the tree of life. So you're encouraged, be lifted here. You understand that God is here, the church has given us this moment in Lent to kind of encourage us, to hold us up. Yes, even you. (laughs) So let's take a look at a few of the uh, scriptures to see how we might be encouraged by this uh, place that God has given to us in the Holy Church, rest and refreshment. Jesus, the Son of God, our high priest, after the order of Melchizedek, who sympathizes with our weaknesses. So how did God respond to his sympathy for you? God sympathizes. He knows your weaknesses. How did he respond to this? Christ, the creator and fashioner of all, the God-man, endured an unjust trial and unjust imprisonment for you. He was mocked, placed a crown of thorns on his head, spit upon, he was scourged. He experienced the pain of the nails, the spear, the death on a cross. To free you from the tyranny of the devil and his demons, this is how our God responds with his sympathy. Very powerful. To give us the power of the life-giving cross. So when he dies and is raised from again, this cross has power. And in the hymnody you hear these words, an unconquerable trophy of the true faith. You're that unconquerable trophy. It can't be beat. It's undefeated. <laughs> it's undefeated. The cross is undefeated. The door to paradise. What? It's the door to paradise. You open it up, you walk into paradise. The help for the faithful. Do you need a little bit of help once in a while? Cross yourselves. The power of the life-giving cross. It's not just a habit we do as Christian people. It's a power God has given to us by his sacrifice. You know, I encourage people, and I do this myself, when I get, get attacked, it's just, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I just keep doing it until the attack goes away. It's undefeated. If I keep doing it, it's undefeated. A rampart 
a protecting wall around the church. You know, you'd probably go around and see how many crosses are in all these. How many crosses are here? I should have counted them. It would have taken me all day. They're all over the vestments of the priests and the bishops. and Everywhere you look, there's a cross. Why? Because it's the power of God. Destruction of the curse, destruction of death, destruction of separation from God, the destruction of corruption. God, in his sacrifice, stepped in to destroy death, to give us life of incorruption, and to bring us back to a unity with God. Power over death, the adversary of demons. This beats them. A haven of salvation. This is how God responded with sympathy to you. He gave you the power of the life-giving cross. This action of love, as Father Alexander Shmema would say, love as action. Our Lord to us. Let us look again at this, these words uh, in Hebrews. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace. So reading through the Lent of Triodion, this hymn jumped out at me. We're very blessed, beloved. The church has been revealed as a second paradise. Having within it, like the first paradise of old, the tree of life, thy cross. By touching it, you share in immortality. What? You know, where you did you get up this morning understanding you were coming to paradise? You walked into paradise. This is paradise. You know, we want we want these. I was thinking about this. It's like, well, why do I? Why do we want these? This time to be shorter. What? It should. We want it should be longer. I want to stay in paradise. This is a powerful thing to understand. This the sense that God has given us this place where he's put the tree of life when we can experience paradise here on earth and touch immortality. Immortality. The church, see these are words from St. John Chrysostom, the church is a calm and sheltered harbor from the world the bedrock of virtue, the school of spiritual life. It transports you from earth to heaven, where you receive the medicine of immortality. We're blessed, beloved. God sacrificed for us, planted this tree in the middle of the church to make it a second paradise so we could experience immortality. Thanks be to God. So what's our response to God's action toward us? These are the words of our Lord to us. Who desi whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. This is the battle that God has given to us. The battle rages. We know the battle. It's difficult. The 
Saints say the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. You have to work hard at this. It's not an easy path to take. We're to live according to the gospel. Strive for virtue and true piety. When we fall, we repent and we reestablish the virtue of this being inhibited. We crucify the flesh with its passions. This is always interesting to me, Lent. You know, we make all these uh, uh, commitments in Lent to quiet the passions. You know, it's, my passions are louder in Lent than any other time. If <laughs> you notice that. You know, it's like they start screaming. Things you're trying to put away and control, they're, they're begging to come back again. And sometimes they make it. They make it back. Lord, have mercy. We're to stop all activity displeasing to God. This is our work. We're to pray, to fast, to acts of mercy. You know, and I know you feel this way too. Uh, it's where, it can wear you out. It's, it's tiring. It's, it, it can be spiritually exhausting. But I find the reason it's spiritually exhausting to me because I'm carrying the cross without Christ. I'm just carrying my cross without carrying his cross. I need to carry his cross. Today, beloved, we need to pick up his cross. Kiss it. Touch immortality. Understand the power that he has given to us in that. And that with him, with his cross, we can carry our cross and do it successfully. So, beloved, understand how important this is today. You are picking up the cross of Christ. You are taking it upon yourself and asking him to fill you with that power, the power over the enemy, the invincibility of God over the difficulty of our life. So important to us. So one more thing. Whoever desires to save his life, the Lord says, will lose it. Whoever desires to lose his life for my sake and the gospel's sake will save it. We're called, beloved, to humble ourselves before God because he knows our shortcomings and he makes up for them. This is our, our action today. Humble ourselves before God. St. John, uh, St. Gregory Palamas says, we receive wisdom and power. And here's how he says you get it. Victory through weakness. Exaltation through humility. Riches through poverty. Kind of the, how does that work? Well, beloved, it's important for us to understand how it works. We do get wisdom and power. Victory when we admit our weaknesses and turn to him for our strength. We admit them. Lord, I'm weak here. Help me. Be my strength. We turn to God in this. We're exalted when we come to him with a broken and a contrite heart. Lord, I have failed. I'm a sinner. Lord, help me. We're exalted then. Riches when we realize 
your poverty of spirit and you find in him a pot of spiritual gold. When I'm weak, I don't have what it need, I don't have what I need to worship you and adore you like I should. I'm poor. I'm poor. Then God gives you the pot of spiritual gold. So today, beloved, let us rejoice in the victory of the cross. Let us be grateful for what our Lord has done for us in giving us the power of that cross and the church as a second paradise. Let us ask for strength and wisdom to carry our cross well, knowing that his cross empowers us. May we uh, live and work our life in this path with wisdom to see this work as our salvation. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.